cover this. What is nothing? Now that's deep. What in the fuck are we doing here? That's deep, bro. It's been two whole weeks since I've done That's Deep, bro. You know, I decided to take um, a holiday, a vacation. You know, I never did that in the past, but I took two weeks down from the show, and I've thought about a lot of things, and I've read a lot of stuff. I hope you guys had a good holiday, uh, first of all. I know I did, because I decided this year to take responsibility for my life and for who I hang out with, and I only hung out with the people I liked. I spent my Christmas and my New Year's with my friends who I enjoyed and then only selected family members that I enjoyed. Try those on for size. Try those jeans on because, well, because I'm a grown-up now and I've decided to take responsibility for my life. Um, Because the holidays can be, as my therapist says, (laughs) anxiety-provoking. Anxiety-provoking. So I've decided to reduce the amount of, of anxiety in my life um, that's what I did. And speaking of anxiety, I've read some really great books over the last two weeks, one of which is by a guy named Swami Saji Dananda. I know. It's like he's got a cool name because he's a guru. He's a Swami. And uh, he wrote this great book called To Know Yourself, Essential Teachings of Swami Saji Dananda. It's great for reducing anxiety and fear and all that stuff. Um but I'll talk about that on a later episode. Uh, yeah, because I was talking to somebody about, I was talking to this other person in the green room at Cab City Comedy Club in Austin about fear and anxiety, because I, I had that over the break. And this person said to me, wouldn't it be great if you believed in God? Because that way, like all your fears and anxieties would be taken care of because this higher being would just kind of have you nestled in their bosom and I'm like, yeah, that would be really great, wouldn't it, <laughs> to just believe in God? Because everything would be solved, right? So today's episode is about God, the existence of God, whether or not, you know, you believe in a higher power or not. I, I'm going to discuss some of the proofs that I learned when I studied philosophy um, to see whether or not God exists. It's tricky stuff. But I don't know, man. The older I get, the more I'm, the more I kind of am like a new age person with God. I, I I subscribe to like the Duncan Trussell school of God, right? We're all just energy, man. We're love. We're light. <laughs> did I really just say that? I think I did. How embarrassing. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, another great book. Uh, for those of you who experience fear and anxiety, which I think all people known as humans do because it's very human, I also read this great book. It's it's such a corny title, but I highly recommend it. 
It's called Feel the Fear. Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. And I know it's like the corniest self-help title, but it really kind of breaks down what fear is. What is that? Why do we why do we let ourselves get crippled by that one emotion? And pretty much all people have it from what this book says. But yeah, but if you had a God, maybe if I prayed to a God that looked over me, that cared for me, I wouldn't feel fear. I wouldn't feel anxiety. Because I know when I was a little girl, I believed in God. You know, I went to good Christian schools and they taught me about Jesus and Jesus watched over me and God. Although sometimes, you know, if you misbehaved, you would incur his wrath. <laughs> oh, boy. It's all it's all too complicated. So today my guest is Pat Keen. Uh, he's a wonderful comedian. He's so funny. He's so he's such a good writer. He worked on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Um, he was on the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. You can find him at citizenkeen.com on Twitter at Pat Keen. That's K-E-A-N-E. And he's also been Catholic his whole life. He's one of those people that grew up in like a highly Catholic family. So I thought it'd be pretty great to have him on to discuss the question of God. Um, also, if you want to support the show, please do so by shopping on Amazon. Like, you know, you shop at Amazon because it's the best thing in the world. I just subscribe to Amazon Prime where like all your shipping is not free, but it's for like one rate. It's like 75 bucks or something for the whole year because I use Amazon so much. Uh, it's really helpful to the show if you would use my banner through that com. Click on that and do your shopping as you normally would. And I would really super appreciate that. You can check me out live. I perform everywhere around this great nation. You can go to my website, christinacomedy.com. Also, if you would like to listen to my other podcast, it's called Your Mom's House. It's with my husband, Tom Segura. And we talk about absolute nonsense, just frivolity. It's all, you know, talking about poops. And right now we're obsessed with Garth Brooks. So we make fun of Garth Brooks a lot because he's on the internet, if you can believe it. Go look at Garth Brooks. Go look at his Facebook page if you want to chuckle because it's kind of like watching your dad attempt social media. We are like, dad, you're just not cool. You know, I just I see Garth Brooks in faded blue jeans with like a phone holster, you know, and dad's put their cell phones and phone holsters and they're like, ring, ring, official dad business. That's Garth Brooks to me. So guys, enjoy this episode of the existence of God. And who knows? Who knows? Maybe he exists. Maybe he doesn't. Either way, whatever. Drink some wine. Enjoy your life. New season of Downton Abbey started, so I'm pretty stoked. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so here we go. Philosophy of God. I think this is probably the most fundamental philosophy question, right? The right. whether or not God exists. Sure. This is probably the only one of the, well, the only thing, in my opinion, one of the, the things philosophy does best because uh, we're really good at metaphysics as Western philosophers. Um, it is one of the most important questions of, of being a human, wouldn't you say? Pat? Oh yeah, yeah. Because it's like somebody watching, or are we free reign here? You know. There you go. That's that's a very good yes, very good starting point. Um, 
I had this great philosophy professor named Dr. Makis, uh, who died many years ago, but he was this phenomenal human being that like built a log cabin on his own. He was a lumberjack. He was a boxer and eventually got a PhD in philosophy, which is cray cray. And he said that there are three fundamental questions every human being must answer in order to function in life. You got to resolve three things in your life before you can move on as a person. Number one, the God question, Mm -hmm. whether or not you believe in God, the spouse question, and the work question. And until you've resolved those three things, you're kind of not a whole person. Wow. Right. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what's the spouse? Whether or not you're married or, or yeah, like what's your sexual what's, orientation? Or I think all of the okay. above, right? Like, are you going to marry somebody? And um, I, I think he meant find somebody you like and, and settle down sure. and kind of get like check that off the list. Otherwise, it becomes a thing, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Where are you? Are you married? Are you seeing yeah, anybody? I'm single right now, <laughs> and that couldn't be more true. What he's saying, you know, right? It's like because numbers don't make don't help anything. You know, like you can go through a lot of different women or men. Right. And that's, you know, that's not solving anything. Pussy's pussy. Right. Right? Yeah. And eventually you learn that lesson and... Yeah, I think it's better to be with someone and then go, oh, God, if I, if I weren't married, I could be doing all these people. But if you weren't <laughs> married doing all those people, you'd be, you'd be more miserable. Yeah. 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 Uh, of course. Well, and then, you know, I, here's my theory on that. Uh, just marry someone you like. Yeah. I don't fucking understand why people marry people. Like, this isn't India, for God's sakes. You can choose... Who you marry? Pick yeah. a good one, yeah, right. Because then, then you'll be happy. All right, so here we go. Uh, here's like the technical explanation before we get into the discussion. Uh, so this branch of philosophy is known as metaphysics, and it's super convoluted and academic. And it, it, I, in my opinion, it's it's like so not accessible to most people. And I really wish that it were because I feel like it could really enhance your life as a person. Um, I studied a year abroad at Oxford. Hello, nice. very wow. smart. No, I yeah. wasn't. I. I, I I don't know how the fuck I got into that, right. honestly. But I, I loved philosophy so much, and I, I think they what just What was your sensed... college? Northridge? No, 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 no. University of San Francisco. Oh, nice. A Jesuit college. Yes. And they had this wonderful year abroad program, and I took it, and I did a year of Renaissance and medieval philosophy. And in that year, I read almost every proof for the existence of God, okay? Wow. Like, I fucking sat... In a, in a library, just, you know, full of angst and anxiety yeah. at 20 years old, just drinking, it. chain smoking, you know. Yeah. Oh, what is the meaning? What is all yeah. this? And I read all these proofs, and I'll, I'll tell you later on what yeah. my conclusion is on the meaning of God. But anyways, if you guys want to know more about this topic, if you want to kind of go over the readings that I'm going to be referring to, um, we're going to discuss Thomas Aquinas, uh, the Summa Theologica, Hey, that sounds like fun Saturday right. night reading. That's awesome. Uh, I wouldn't advise reading the whole thing, but there, uh, what I'm going to be discussing is the five ways to the proof of the existence of God. And also, if you're further interested, there's a great book by F.C. Copleston called Aquinas. Uh, he's a scholar at Oxford, another white guy, super smart, that can summarize this stuff way better than I'm about to. So, okay, let's start. Thomas Aquinas, have you heard of him? Yes, I have. You're Catholic? Yes, I have. Yeah, t- well, there's a great school in Pepperdine called Thomas Aquinas. Yeah. School, yeah. And, he teaches uh, there. He does. Yeah, he's still around. It was, <laughs> well, what you have with him is, is like a Christian philosopher. You there know, you like, go. It's like all these guys are kind of coldly, well, they seem cold and, and just intellectual, but here you have a Christian philosopher, you know. And yeah. A lot of Christians or Catholics go, oh, he's the smartest because he has a foot in Christianity, too. And it's like, oh. He did. Well, he's kind of like the G.O.D., the godfather of Catholicism. So what happens is uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, but back then he was just known as Tommy Aquinas before he was sainted. Uh, So what happened was he's around in like the 1200s. He's born in like 12, I think, 38. 
and uh, the world discovers the Greeks. The medieval mm-hmm. world goes, oh shit, what's this Aristotle stuff? These guys are pagans. But this guy Aristotle kind of makes a little bit of sense, but he's not Catholic. Right. So how do we reconcile all this crazy stuff with our crazy religion? And St. Right. Thomas Aquinas sits down and he kind of reconciles uh, Aristotle with Catholicism and he comes up with these five ways to prove the existence of God. And I, all five, not all five, we're not going to do all five because I think it's kind of convoluted. Yeah. Here's my, in my opinion, the greatest hits, the five ways. Okay. I'm going to go with the top two. This is, this argument's pretty good. Tell me, we'll talk about it. Uh, This argument is known as the first cause. Oh boy. How do we say it's kind of like the unmoved mover, which is uh, to prove that God, it's so convoluted. Basically, Everything has a cause, right, Pat? Right, right. everything has a cause. <laughs> and uh, you can't just be like, well, what caused that? What caused the thing before that? You can't just have an infinite regress of causation. Therefore, yeah. God has to be the first cause of everything. God's, yeah. we're not saying like, there, yes. there can't just be trees and rats and mice. Something had to have caused There has to be that, a reverse. A chain. Yeah, yeah. A causal some chain. motion, yeah. Right, there's cause and effect, and God is that primary cause. And he has to be the primary cause, because who caused God? Right, wow. He's the first bro. So that's number one. Yeah. It's okay, yeah, right? Causation. It's not a, Yeah, no, that, that, that makes sense. Do you want me to read the actual... Oh, this is such fucking shit language. No, I mean, yeah, I mean oh that makes God. sense. Oh, my God. Some things are caused. Everything that is caused is caused by something else. An infinite regress of causation is impossible. Therefore, there must be an uncaused cause of all that is caused. Right. You can't have not. You can't have... There you go. You yeah. can't not, not have stuff. Yeah. And uh, so there's God. I mean, on the surface, it sounds like a pretty decent argument, right? Yes. It's yeah, like no, kind it, of intuitive. It's like there's got to be some, you know, a cause. Like, I'm not just, you know, uh, roaming the earth like Cain, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Without any purpose, There's right? Be something because if something feels genuinely good, you help someone and they and they uh, benefit from that help, right? Then that's just that's not nothing. That's you know, not that, nothing. That's something, something down there deep that's better than money. There you go. So, but the thing is, is that okay? So philosophers after this were kind of like, ah, that's stupid. So what if there's an infinite regress of causes? That's mm-hmm. the refutation of this argument. Like, well, so what if there's an infinite regress of causation? There doesn't necessarily have to be this unmoved mover of this very first primary cause. So there you go. Science kind of, not science, but right. thinkers past have poo-pooed that one. Now, this is the one that I think is pretty, I think pretty decent. The teleological argument or the argument from design. Basically, this argument, I'm going to fucking read the words because it'll make your head explode. The argument is when you look around and you look at the dolphins and the ocean and the flowers and the birds and the bees and you go, wow, all this stuff works together so perfectly. Yeah. It can't be just a random series of events. Like The design behind this is so intelligent. There has to be a creator. There has to be something behind that. And that's basically the argument from design. The argument from design. Okay. Yeah. So those are the first two. Well, those are, I think, the two most most cogent. There's the other ones are similar to that. I don't want to fucking go into it because people's uh, minds will blow up. Yeah, it's not necessary. Well, it it is an interesting thing because uh, it's like when I when I I substitute taught a little while and uh, whenever there was Shakespeare stuff, I I would tell the kids, I'm like, don't worry about the language, worry about the story because these story, but but. People get intimidated by the the, the, the language, so exactly. they just ignore the Shakespeare stuff. And it's like, oh, don't worry about the language. You'll get that. Right. Well, And that's the same with philosophy. Well, let like, me read it. Let, you, know. Here, you know what I just explained? You know, the teolo- it's called teolo- teleological argument, argument from design. 
this is horrible. Here's the argument. Mm-hmm. Just and this is this is the shortest form of it. All natural bodies in the world act toward ends. These objects are in themselves unintelligent. Acting towards an end is a characteristic of intelligence. Therefore, there exists an intelligent being that guides all natural bodies toward their ends. This being is whom we call it. like. Why not just say? hey, shit looks like it makes sense in the world. It looks like the birds and the bees know what they're doing. There has to be a creator behind that. I don't know why European, uh, this fucking Aquinas couldn't just say that as a normal human being. Right, right. Where's the economy of words? Yeah. A lot of people are in love with their writing. Yes. That's the problem with philosophy is that this is actually kind of, I think it's an interesting idea to discuss. Like, it does God exist as whatever? And, and, and I don't know why some people just can't sit down and write it in a normal human form. Yeah. Like I'm asking, okay, so let's go back to what Dr. Make has said. You got your God question, your spouse question, and your work. Where are you? Let's start with God. Where are you on this? Uh, you know, I'm, not, let's I'm be not against anything. I don't, uh, I try to be more accountable. I never want to be like, oh, it's all in God's hands. You know, things happen for a reason. Because that's what you were raised with, yeah. right? Catholicism will just tell you to pray it away. Right. Pray it away and... and you know, there's always time. There's no deadline, which I don't like. I don't buy that right. either. Right. You're, it's so you know, finite. That's why it's good that uh, it's good. You know, women have biological clocks. And oh, that's a good thing because it's me. like, oh shit, it gives us a deadline. <laughs> like guys don't have them, so we're just out at bar. You know, until age <laughs> fucking fifty, thinking that we can still do these things. Uh, so yeah, the God thing is, uh, it's you know, it's there for me. I don't not believe, but uh, I'm also not going to. Uh, I don't know, like leave it. Leave everything into his or her or whatever. Yeah. Well, let's start with your history in the church. So you're... you're I was an altar boy. You were, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah. And yeah. how old were you when you were doing that? Uh, like 10, 11. Okay. Yeah. And at that point, you're, is this, you're a Catholic, Catholic or Christian? Yeah, Catholic. So you're talking like nuns and yeah, priests? Yeah, nuns, priests. Yeah, Catholic, grade school, high school, college. I went to Catholic college. Oh, Jesuit. where did you go? Uh, Carroll College oh, in Helena, Montana. Meet some Jesuits. Yeah, okay, yeah, I like I like the Jesuits. Like yeah. I'm not against those. Jesuits. No, it was a good it was a good mix, you know, of yeah. uh, you know religious but not kind of not too crazy. We we had some good professors and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I don't know about you, but I remember when I was very small. I went. I started a Lutheran school for elementary school. And uh, I remember going to like Sunday school and then this nice lady would teach me about Jesus and there was kind of a felt board and then she would have like cutouts of Jesus and the disciples and you would learn about him and what was happening. Um, And I really loved the idea of God or Christ or whatever looking over me. I Mm -hmm. think that that really gave me uh, so much security, especially as a small child, to know that there's absolutes in the world. There's right, there's wrong, there's life after death right. so you could just like you said not sweat it yeah like, don't, don't worry just about take it. your time yeah, man yeah, we got, yeah. we got, so we got much eternity time. dude um but i didn't like easter i remember hating the crucifixion mm-hmm. being very confused about seeing him the suffering christ i he was just born three months ago right <laughs> you know how, how's he, this guy dying i thought he, give this guy a chance he didn't so. find his spouse he didn't find his work yeah yeah. yeah, and I remember being like, well, how, the f- how does this fit into? And then also the Old Testament, you've got a God who's smoting and smiting and mm-hmm. tricking Job. And- right, right, and rewarding, <laughs> uh, uh, was it or Esau? Or, or was it rewarding Jacob for holding Esau's heel when he's born? Like, wh- why are these things? <laughs> and tricking their father into their birthright. So, yeah, yeah, it's weird. It doesn't make sense. And then uh, by high school, I completely forgot about God. I completely couldn't fucking do it. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm just too angry at and the And you world. got into the Pixies. And I got yeah. the Pixies and right. Riot Girl. Right, girl. Uh, and then now I'm old and I'm like, you know what? Maybe this God thing isn't so bad. I don't know if I rationally, 
I like, I don't know if it's St. Thomas Aquinas who's going to lead me to believing in God, because I don't think you can get there with a rational argument. Mm. Uh, and just for the record, these arguments have all been refuted that Thomas Aquinas, well, okay, not refuted, but they're just logical ways to maybe say something exists. They're not necessarily ways to get you to believe in a God. Wouldn't you agree? Like, you yeah. can't really get yeah. uh, to it that way. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's it's leap of faith stuff. It's, uh, you know, I, I tend to go more intellectual as I get older. You know, the Stephen Hawking stuff, How the Universe Ooh, Works him, is man. great. If you watch on Netflix, called How the Universe Works. Tell me about it. And just the Big Bang Theory and how these people that spend their whole lives, and they're the most educated people in the world, scientists, you know, philosophers, spend their whole lives studying this, and they still can't get their head around at the, in the beginning, there was nothing. Like, how can a bang come from nothing? The like, unmoved nobody, mover. Yeah, they're like, nobody... Like, you can't have nothing and then have this explosion and then uh, space is still growing. You know, like, it's space within space, you know. like Oh, that's the, so interesting. So maybe Thomas Aquinas' argument, the one that I... The unmoved mover, the first cause, no. isn't such a, a stupid, wackadoo idea. Because no, that's true. Science can't account for the very beginnings of life. Like right. I'm saying the the cosmic the beginning of the pixie dust that yeah. is, uh, you know, how yeah. the fuck does that I happen? Mean, how man? do you get not, and, and 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 the rate at which it explodes like you have uh y- you know, you have a molecule and then in a second you have the planet Earth or or our sun. It, like in one second, that's how big and who knows how far this thing goes. And oh just God. that there's our galaxy within space is our galaxy. Like the Milky Way, <sighs> you know, we're just one within space. So how far does this thing go? I mean... It fucking kills me. Yeah. And what kills you even more is to think how uh, stupid your existence is oh, in yeah. relation to, like, oh, we're just on this rock floating in this yeah. massive, massive universe. Yeah, and we're worried about <laughs> spots at the improv. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that this conversation should mean anything yeah. to anybody is so. alarming. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this, you know, more power to you because you need it. So, do you think that there is? It sounds to me. I mean, so it does sound to me like you lean towards this teleological thing of, well, maybe there is a, an intelligent designer. Maybe there is somebody kind of orchestrating all of this, holding yeah, that, it together. That just interacts when they feel the need. You know, I don't think we have a, a spiteful God that's like, you know, why would a, you know, why would a God do these things and give you these uh, opportunities and just be like, God, I hope he breaks these rules so I can, <laughs> you know, send him to hell or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know at what level they interact with the powers that be, you know, the heavens. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if I, 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 as a child, like I said, I saw God as a paternalistic uh, doler of punishments and like, oh, you know, and I think it helps adults go, oh, so-and-so wronged me, but I know God's going to get revenge in the afterlife or karma. People like to throw karma Mm -hmm. around some variant, I think, on that whole Christian punishment thing. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I don't know that God is this paternal figure who has a good and a bad list like Santa Claus and gives a shit to that extent. Right. I know that we get wiser with age. I just know, like, you look back or look at things and you're yeah. like, God, this is so crazy. Uh, but I don't know. So many of us just have our parents and we don't have enough uncles, aunts, older people. Yeah. You, know, like you look at these old Native American tribes where kind of the whole, all the adults watched over all the kids. Yeah. And now it's these nuclear families and... 
And I don't know, you, you definitely need the uncles and the aunts giving you adjacent lessons. Yeah. Who are you raised by? Uh, both my parents. Yeah. Were they like super Catholic? Yeah, they, they actually were and then became more so even. Now my mom mm. is like emailing every, every day, hey, today's the feast uh, day of St. Bernard or something. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Uh, what? Like, no. There's not enough space in my brain for all, you know? It's like, yeah, not really a priority, mom. Yeah, I'm, I'm like just, a single guy trying to get the stand-up career. Right, right, right. Mm. Trying to get in some girl's pants and trying to get a tight <laughs> five minutes and, uh, you know, pay rent or whatever. But, yeah. Uh, but why do you think that is of the old age? Is it is it because, you know... What, the uh, what girls or, 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 or... No, no, your mother's um, impending sort of... I, I, no, 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 I, I'm projecting. I would say, like, why? Why is she more Catholic over time? What is oh, that about? Um, I don't know. I think uh, that's a good question. I think she survived, and then the kids moved on, and so it's like, oh, okay. What? What can I get my claws into now? <laughs> you know, and so. <laughs> And so, yeah. Pat's not around for me. Did she yeah. torture you? Was no, no, she no, no. very? She's great. She's the oh, best. Okay, yeah, she was the best. She had four, four of us. So we're, you know, everybody moved on, and and uh, I don't know. It's just that you want to keep that sphere of influence. Yeah, and you know, I don't know how other religions are. Catholic uh, parents are professional guilt trip givers. Yes, my my husband, uh, excuse me, uh, is dealing with that with his mother. His mom's deeply Catholic, and I. I What's see he, that Italian dynamic. Or Greek or uh, Peruvian. Peruvian. Okay. So like Latin Catholic, oh and we're Eastern European Catholic, but only by tradition. Sure. Really, not so much by practice. Like we're not fucking religious people at all. Yeah. But guilt is—that's uh, really how the church gets you, right? That's yeah. how the Catholics get you. They get you one day a week on Sunday, mm-hmm. and how do you get your meat hooks into some young impressionable person? You guilt them. Yeah. You tell them if they don't do this and they don't do that, they're going to suffer in all eternity and purgatory and hell and this and that. And boy, is that a really effective way to keep people. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great. It just brainwash. It's just unbelievable. Do you uh, have any resentment, you think, toward, for that guilt? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. But, you know, you meet healthy Catholics and I'm like, good, more power to you. You know? Yeah. I just, I, I don't really go to church now because I just, uh, I don't know. I just kind of have a lot of bad memories of, of following all the rules. Yeah. And still not succeeding in life, and I'm like, well, I've got to, I've got to divorce myself from some of these things. That's interesting. Yeah. You say that Matt Fulshron was here, and he said the pretty much identical thing of like, well, I followed these rules, yeah. and wait a minute, that's really not how the world works. Um, yeah. Like I, I, I just kind of unlearned that Catholic shit too, uh, especially things like uh, the meek shall inherit the earth. Right? Actually, no. Mm-hmm. Not so much. You no. know who inherits the earth? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy, guys, Jewish bastards. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our agents. Yeah, right. uh, the person that's taking 20% of my money. Yeah. Uh, Steve Jobs, uh, who's dead, but yeah. st- you know, for me, at his good time. Yeah. He, he's going to, his children will inherit the earth. Yeah. Um, turning the other cheek, also horrendous yeah. uh, advice in yeah. real life. That, that's actually the last thing you should do. When, when a sociopath or a psycho comes after you, you fucking hit back and right. you hit hard right. and quick so that they don't come after your home and your life and you protect yourself. And I, in Catholicism, I, I, I don't know why. I guess because back in the day, that's how they kept people in line, the peasants, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's my phone, sorry. 
there, yeah, that's how you keep the masses. Yes, you know, in line. Yeah, you had the king, especially in the medieval period of Thomas Aquinas. Sure. You have the king and and everybody else. Okay, so he's the the divine representation of God, and the, then there's the clergy who's right under there, and then the poor assholes of right. the world. So they had to keep everybody in line. So Catholicism, in a lot of ways, yeah, doesn't really work. But I don't know. That's yeah. a fucking whole other yeah, you discussion. You just had to keep it at, at bay, I think, and uh, in perspective. And, and when you follow that stuff blindly, you're going to get in trouble. You yeah. Know, you, just, you have to be an independent thinker. You know? Yeah, you do, especially as an adult. Uh, you got to be savvy. You got to protect your own interests, which is another thing I, I don't think Catholicism taught me. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything was about giving everything to God and being humble and not, you know, you, got, you don't brag about what you're doing and you just got to... Oh, just keep yourself low. And it's like, right. that's really not how to get ahead in today's world. Yeah. It's really not. And our business in particular is, uh, it's a lot of self-promotion. It's a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of hype yeah. and, and, and false advertising and all that stuff. And it just yeah. doesn't go hand in hand with, with what we're taught growing up. It doesn't. And I, I but yeah, I think the systems around God are what ruin God. Sure. Because uh, I like Thomas Aquinas is referring to a Catholic God, obviously in his proofs for all of this. But I think I I don't know. I don't buy God as paternal. I don't think God. I don't think God's keeping score. I don't think God yeah. cares if you if you're dying of cancer or not. I mean, or, yeah, yeah. Is God? I don't know. Is it a human form? Is it? Is it? Yeah. Is it a thing? Is it like a, a voice? You know, in the darkness. I, I don't know what God. What it is, God love. I you know. Who knows, right? I think I I think somewhere's in there. I think God is like is a love thing that you. It's your higher self. The right. idea, the identifying with something outside of you that's a higher. Yeah. Not the ego. Not your bullshit. Because uh, if you look at the semantics God. of like an afterlife, like. Do ugly people have to keep their faces in the afterlife? Like I'm in oh, heaven. Right. Why do I have to have this ugly face in heaven? Oh. Um, and then. Does a beautiful, physically beautiful person who's awful get to suck in, in heaven? In the <laughs> I hope you know? so. So it's like, oh, God, that just reminds me. Sidebar: I saw the best thing posted on the internet on yeah. Facebook today. It was former Playboy playmates who have aged. Sure, and oh. they're oh, and it's so good. Is it good? Oh, because they're just, like, it's hard now for them. <laughs> oh, I love it because they're like, oh, you fucking bitch. And I don't know these people personally. Right. They could be fantastic humans on the inside. I mean, the fall from grace. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it, sick transit, Gloria. Yeah. And I was like, glory fades, motherfuckers. Yeah. That's why you got to develop some kind of internal. You got to have a personality, and you have to have a heart. You have to yeah. be. More than your outside, because yeah. that shit goes. Look, I'm almost forty. It's it's already plummeting so <laughs> fucking fast. What uh, God? What is you know Steve Simone? You know him. Yeah, he has a, he has a great quote where he says, "I love when beautiful women think their talent is something else." Right. Right. When they have something, when uh, when something else is their talent. Mm-hmm. Like no, honey, it's it's that people are listening to you for that reason. Yeah, and the thing is too is I. I was thinking about that today, like, gosh, do I like that thing, that Playboy thing, because I'm such a spiteful cunt that I hate mm-hmm. really beautiful women. And part of us kind of, I think we all collectively do hate really beautiful women, because, um, you know, you love and and hate simultaneously. Right. But uh, what was the point of that? Oh, being pretty is a, a gift also. It yeah. is a blessing, and it is something to be re- revered, yeah. but to kind of base your whole identity on it's probably well, it's, not yeah. that And you, you, you see it. You see it in this town. In this <laughs> people get into their 40s, and you're like, oh, she never had to develop a... Yeah. She's a very uninteresting person. And then, like, yeah. 
It's just so ugly. It's pathetic. Yes, ugliness comes in all forms. And haven't you found that someone who might be unattractive physically is more attractive because they oh, have yeah, yeah. wonderful personalities, Absolutely. beautiful souls that you can see? And yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I was thinking about all of this. I my problem with God, at, at least on the philosophical front, has always been the arguments to me against the existence of God are far more compelling than the arguments arguments for mm-hmm. <laughs> supporting. Uh, I think the biggest argument against the existence of uh, a caring paternal God uh, would be the existence of profound evil. How can you have uh, an omnipotent, omniscient, all-knowing, all-powerful, loving creator who allows the Holocaust to happen? Right. And not just one, like Stalin also killed a lot oh, yeah. of people. Killed his own, killed others. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stalin, Jesus. Right. Or, 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 or uh, you know, Pol Pot or all these guys, you know, Idi Amin. And they get to die in old age. Or they get to die in the <laughs> comfort of their home or their, you know, not Hitler, I don't think, but. No. But Stalin and Pol Pot and Idi Amin and George W. Bush. I mean, these people oh. all get to live life mm-hmm. into old age. Oh, yeah. Like a lot of these Nazi assholes. They lived uh, to go on trial, the Nuremberg trials, right, later in yeah. life. They got to live out their wonderful lives in Argentina yeah. or wherever the fuck and yeah. have kids and, and have their children be forever shamed by their deeds, but right. whatever. Yeah. Or, or, and I really hate, I think I've always hated uh, everything happens for a reason. Oh, yeah. Just scapegoating. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Did that Did that um, eight-year-old boy need to be molested? Right. What, what was that end? What yeah. was that profound evil for? People born paralyzed, you know, yeah. shit, yeah. Yeah, the girl with two heads on yeah. TLC or uh, any number of horrific shit that yeah. a religion will go, yeah, but, you know, it, my, my, my least favorite is when something shitty happens to you and then somebody says, well, uh, it just makes you stronger, yeah. just makes you who you are. And you're like, I didn't, I don't need to put my hand into fire to know right. that it sucks. Like, right. I... I was a good person before I got into a car wreck or yeah. I was doing just fine before right. that brain tumor. Right. I didn't really need that. To, what uh, knowledge is worth yeah. that? You know, like <laughs> right. I'd rather be dumb and be able to walk. You know, yeah. Than have this personality <clears throat> like develop from, from not having legs, you know? Right. Yeah. Making me stronger. Right. And what's the value in being stronger? I'm not sure that that in and of itself is such a virtue. Like, what does that mean to be stronger? Right. Oh, I'm more of an asshole now because I, people that have been through a lot tend to be more prickly, or you can be. It can yeah. make you hard. I think it's lazy. It's lazy uh, to just say those things like, oh, it all yeah. happens for a reason, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. You know, or it's, it's all, it's all going to turn out for the best. It's just like mm-hmm. those are lazy, cliche yeah. things when it's best just to be like, look, this, this sucks and you're going to have to deal with it and time is going to heal, yeah. you know, a lot of things. But, but. The, the, just the blanket advice you get, you know, when you're suffering from, from oh, loss. Oh, well, something. also that uh, religion, the comfort of religion sometimes is so misguided. Yeah. Uh, my favorite was like, well, you know, God God has the reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, what what was the reason, God, uh, for how many millions of Jews uh, perishing in the right. Holocaust? Right. Well, what's, what's the, the reason, reason, God, for that, that Malaysian plane disappearing yeah. so that we learn about planes disappearing? <laughs> Yeah. Because the Holocaust, you think that would teach humanity. Gosh, guys, the mechanized killing of a right. certain oppressed group is not a good idea. You think that would put a stop to all human suffering. Guess what? It didn't. Right. There's still genocide. Yeah. There's still hatred. There's still suffering. So yeah. I, I'm not sure that logic fucking holds up. 
Evil. I think evil is the biggest. Yeah, it's going to be there. And, 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 and part of the reason is when you just can go, okay, look what those other people did. And then all of a sudden we are desensitized and we don't think we're doing terrible things. But Oh, boy, yeah. But yeah, you know, it's like people in general just being born on the planet. We're a virus to the earth. Like the earth <laughs> is this organism and it's like, oh, it, it looks at us like fleas or something. Like, oh, great, more? more? Like, what? I shook, didn't I shake them all off? But that's what we are. We just take. We don't give back. You know, we don't plant trees. We just take. We consume. Oh, yeah. And we have more and more people. And then it's like, oh, we want more kids. And we want to shape and create people. And oh, boy. In our form and our family name. And, oh, boy. Uh, we want them to have all these things. And it's like, how selfish is that? And then to after all that, go, oh, and we also get eternity. I mean, we're very selfish, kind of awful organisms in a lot of ways. <laughs> you know, we there's no... We don't help, the, uh, you know, the earth. And then we just do this to other animals and plants, and we just destroy it and eat it all. And Yes, and I, I think it's also in the name of progress and mm-hmm. the name of science. Manifest the, destiny. Yes. Yeah. The idea that man is this great thing that must dominate over nature, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's our, we got to put concrete on everything. Yeah. We got to fucking concrete. You know, I remember I watched something on Nat Geo and it was like, this, the ocean is the last frontier. Like, ah, do you really need to fuck yeah. with the jellyfish at the bottom? Right. Like, can't we just let them be in the fucking dark? Right, right. Do we right. need to know? Just relax, yeah. all right? We've, <laughs> we've got it all enough. Yeah, go down We're there. not that fucking special. <laughs> go down there and start pushing people around, you know. Yeah. yeah, now we're going to start having babies down there. Yeah. And I agree, too, and this is this is such an unpopular view, but I, I, I really think, you know, I, I do want children, mm. I do, uh, but it is a sort of narcissistic need to mm. do it. it. It really is somebody going, you know what, my genes and your genes are so great. Right. God, we're such amazing. Fo- Let's make a third person incorporating your and my. Like, it really is. Like right, I, the ab- actual, oh. absolute audacity. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like uh, to bring somebody, like Bacon, uh, Francis Bacon said, to have a child is to put a burden on society. Like, it really you know, you're is. Just, you're adding to the, uh, not what, what's the dent, the, what kind of dent, the environmental dent or whatever, I don't know the terminology. Uh but uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes, I agree. Ozone, Sorry, my husband was texting oh, me. I didn't look at it. But yeah, it's it's just it's <sighs> like when someone gets on you uh, about you know with littering or something, which I don't do. But it's like, oh, really? You have four kids. You have five kids. You're littering. <laughs> like all the resources they're sucking up. Yeah, those. you know it's yeah it's it, it, it and what really chaps my asshole is uh god damn it this really gets me and this is just this generation too that the idea that you should put your baby's picture on the internet from the time it's a fetus yeah i had a relative who was pregnant and from fucking minute one of pregnancy the sonogram picture and then every picture after in the sonogram and then the kids born and now the born pictures and now the kids six weeks and now the albums and and you go, you know what? That kid didn't ask to be put on the internet, right, asshole. Right. You didn't fucking imagine Pat Keen. You, you Google that kid in twenty years when he's looking for employment, and now his fucking fetus pictures come up right. because you, you selfish twat, yeah. had to put it on the internet. Uh, he, he didn't ask for that. Yeah. It's so selfish. And not only that, uh, there's people out there that want to hurt your children. Do yeah. you know that? Yeah. There's yeah. psychos that actively want to murder and rape your children, and you're you're giving them an invitation. Hey, here here's where we live. Yeah. 
Here's the the locator on the Instagram. You know that, yeah. right? Oh no, yeah, it'd be very easy to find. People. Yeah, yeah. It's bananas. Yeah. Anyway, sidebar. It, it's so narcissistic. Yeah. Uh, it's what's more narcissistic than having children is the need to advertise them. I fucking met my my little cut you know this little baby finally in person mm. after having seen the sonogram picture and i was like wow the marketing on this kid has been outstanding he better live up to everything that <laughs> right. i've right. Wow, the hype around this baby oh, god it's, it's endless yeah. oh. oh jesus but god wants us right the catholic god wants us to procreate you know that right yeah oh yeah spread the name spread the spread your the seeds. seed and it's like take on as much land as you can that's why you look back and manifest destiny and expanding american expansionism or whatever and it's like, oh, they have all this property for these six kids, and they keep squeezing out more. And it's like, why not have two kids and like a yeah. smaller piece of land? Care for them, you know. Mm. Have have why, why do you want six or eight and have more land? Like, why not just have a nice little place? It's more bigger. It's yeah. the American. I think it's the west, uh, the Western world's idea of happiness. If you get more, 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 right. you're going to be whole. You're going to be happy. And eventually, it's going to you know bite us in the ass and, and overlap. And, you know. I don't know. Do you think I? I don't. I tend not to subscribe to that. That we're all heading to ruin thing because mm. I find that humans are cockroaches. We've survived this fucking right. long. Like right. we're gonna, we'll we'll go to the moon. We'll, we'll adapt. Out the next frontier. Yeah. We'll we'll conquer the ocean. Yeah. We'll, we'll go to the bottom of the sea and. Yeah, I think I think so. I think. Uh, yeah, space and uh, and you know naturally too, uh, population kind of keeps itself in check. You see a lot more single people later on and you see yeah. more selective, you know, birthing. Even even when like there's honey boo boo out there producing. Yeah. There's still a lot more. Even Americans are, are kinda uh leveling off the birth rate. Yeah, and I saw something on, on Facebook too about that. And the reason for that is uh sexual because now you don't have to get married to couple and to have sex basically mm-hmm. like back in the day in the fifties, yeah. you kinda had to get married to have access to sex as right. a man. And as a woman, right. uh, but now dudes like you, yeah. like you're, you know, there. you can fucking you can fuck every day a different yeah. person, and there's no consequences. Yeah, yeah there's birth control, so you know, hopefully nobody gets pregnant. Yeah. you're not responsible. It's fantastic. Oh yeah, it's a great, it's a great thing. <laughs> and when you find someone you like, it's amazing. It's like, oh wow, this this is weird. <laughs> you know, I like you. I want to be out. I want to be with you after my semen is on your stomach. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not <laughs> just trying to get out of the room, which. You know, shouldn't God? You get sick of that, you know. Just bl- uh, blowing loads, and then yeah, and just always trying to get away from the person who's wearing your cum. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great album title for you. Just wearing my cum, trying to get away from the person wearing my cum. Yeah, just like oh God. But when when you like them, it's like oh, this isn't this is all right. Like I still like you after after the fire. After you know? you've blowed in your load yeah, after the yeah is that hard for you do you find that that's hard to find i think i think so i think the catholic guilt did such a number on me that like enjoying sexual pleasure mm. and liking and slash loving someone mm. it's like i for so long i could only you know have the sexual part with somebody that i saw as a little dirty or, edgy yes. or something. i could never do it with someone i respected and, and cared for and loved but slowly it's it's they're meeting. I'm bridging those two finally, you know, in yeah. my brain. It's so weird. I had the same thing. Yeah. I, honestly, I, I did. And uh, I had Catholic guilt every time I had sex. I, I would have that guilt. Mm-hmm. Ugh, you just hear, you know, yeah. sister, whoever it was yeah. who taught you. You can hear their voice, you know. And and I did have the same thing where I kind of had to objectify the person I was with in yes. order to enjoy that yes. and to, like, divorce myself from yes. the, the guilt. 
And then, uh, but after being married now for five years, uh, now I can finally, like I've relaxed into marriage and, yeah. you know, the sacrament. Of, Tom and I were married Catholic, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And uh, so now I can objectify him temporarily for that time that right. we're doing that. Oh, that's so great. And then afterwards. That's so healthy. Right. Now we can watch out Navi. And <laughs> right, like, right, right. Have wine and right. be married and it's cool. So just know that it, it can. It can happen. Yeah. 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 You can it's, merge. It's, you, you, you have to just make an effort. That's what the whole life is, is just making God. this effort. And you make these strides, and you're like, oh, this is really cool. And, uh, yeah, you, you can, <laughs> you know, you can masturbate to good people, too, not just, <laughs> not just the sluts. Not just shit dicks. <laughs> shit people. Isn't that funny? And I do find, and people always go, why did you study philosophy? It's so, it's so stupid. What are you going to do with that? What yeah. do you... And I go, you know what? I'll tell you what I'm going to do with philosophy. The fact that I can fucking read Thomas Aquinas and sit here and go, oh, this is bullshit. Here's what this guy's saying. I learned how to read something really fucking hard and make sense of it. Mm -hmm. And life is that. Reading something impossible, like life, and thinking, using your goddamn brain and going, what does this really mean? How can I do this better? How can I solve the ability to find the gaps in your life? Shit that's not working. You know, you have blind spots to things. You don't know. Yeah. God, why am I overeating? Why da 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 da? And yeah. to think, use your fucking brain. That's that's what God gave you. Yeah, I mean, brain, there's so for much. Fuck's sake. Yeah, there's so much knowledge. Like, not uh, education doesn't equal knowledge and wisdom. No, you know, there's people from the streets that have this. Absolutely. It's like what you know? They just are wise. Absolutely, you know? and I, that's why. Like, I studied at Oxford, and I am proud of that fact. I'll tell you what, though, fucking most miserable year of my life. Really. Because I thought, oh, I'm going to be studying with these cool people who love philosophy as much as I... No. They're nerds. They're fucking mean. They're competitive. And they were shitty. They were like insecure and always trying to, oh, like, you know, one-up you. And not, yeah. it's not... It wasn't a fun spirit of like, let's all... Cre- let's learn about, you know, cool... They were, they were just so shitty. Right. And I'm like, if this is what it means to be an academic and to be a quote-unquote educated person, count me the fuck out. All I don't right. like it. And I, I don't know. That's why I wanted to do this podcast because I felt that it's so elitist. And for what? Why can't normal people have these conversations? Oh, yeah, it's not that totally. crazy. No, it's not at all. It's not. Like, Ugh. I always wanted to, if I didn't get into comedy, I wanted to teach Shakespeare and break it down oh. for people, you know, so that they could discuss uh, whatever plays Love Shakespeare. at, you know, cocktail parties and whatnot. Yeah, why not? It, because, like, if you knew Caesar, the, the, the play Caesar, uh, it's the Godfather, you know. It's it's exactly. power and, and corruption and politics. It's great because Shakespeare was the outline for all comedy all dramas. Act. It's the yeah. same shit, different toilet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even Jerry Springer uh, is some form of a drama, some Shakespearean yeah. drama. See, it's I our love him celebrity. He just he he doesn't comment on it. He just you know puts a, a spotlight on the culture and he's like this is this is what we are you know yeah here's the lowest common denominator and, and i love that and he's he's not like going hey look at look at. he's just like hey here it is you know well so. and what's interesting is shakespeare is that at the time i thought i read something that that was considered low art mm-hmm. we look at it and go oh wow he's so fancy with right, his fancy right. but at the time he was actually kind of a lowbrow guy right oh, like yeah, you sure. could some of those comedies and the comments yeah. and the poop jokes he has dick yeah. jokes poop yeah. jokes the cod piece is a dick piece right and he's right. got references to dick jokes and right. and all this quote-unquote low-class shit yeah i agree i hate elitist fucking anything yeah, oh so. it just kills my soul yeah that's uh 
Yeah, you got to make it accessible because people will yeah. find, you know, anyway. something to connect with. Well, here's the thing. Story, point of the story is after a year of uh, studying with snobs at Oxford and reading all these books about the proof, uh, proofs for the existence of God, here's what I came up with as being uh, the best logical proof. Now, when I say proofs, I don't mean uh, that I'm going to make you a believer with these words because that's really not the point of philosophy, but... There's this great philosopher named St. Anselm. He's a predecessor to Thomas Aquinas and to all these medieval guys. Uh, Anselm had this argument that I believe, out of all the ones I've read, is the most cogent and, in my opinion, works logically, much like uh, eh, the teleological argument kind of works for me a little bit. I do think there's design in the world. And just for the record, if you don't, the refutation of the teleological argument is that there is no design in the world. Like if, if someone goes, oh, that, that argument sucks because uh, haters will say there's no such thing as order. Like what you right. see is human order imposed on it. For instance, you look at it with your puny little brain and mm-hmm. you go, oh, but don't you see it makes sense that the bee pollinates the flower and that's how the flower right. goes. We Im- impose human order on stuff. So Which that's... is a sure way to be miserable. Is <laughs> I mean, if you look at great comics, great comics just exist in in, yeah. the, in the sea. They don't try to control the boat. They just, or they don't try to control the sea. They control the boat in the sea. Yeah, yeah. yeah try something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, you can't. You can't. And it's uh, Buddhism too. It's like you just. You know what? That's kind of where I'm going. Oh, okay. Older in life is uh, Buddhist philosophy in my world. I think that's fucking smart. But um. All right, here's Anselm's argument. Very, very, very simple. It's a one-sentence proof. Are you ready for it, Pat Keen? I think so. I think I'm ready. All right. Anselm defines his belief in the existence of God using the phrase, quote, that than which nothing greater can be conceived. He reasoned that if that than which nothing greater can be conceived existed only in the intellect, it would not be that than which nothing greater can be conceived. Since it can be thought to exist in reality, would it, would it, which is greater? It follows, according to Anselm, that that than which nothing greater can be conceived must exist in reality. Okay, point of story is that than which nothing greater can be conceived. Sounds like a pretty good way to define God, wouldn't you say? I think so. Yeah. I think and I, so. I think what Anselm means is uh, your, your stupid, puny human brain can't even wrap itself around the idea of God. Uh, therefore... Because we can't even conceive of it, it has to exist. Like it, it's not a good argument in philosophy. It's called the ontological argument mm-hmm. because it goes from logic to actually having to exist in the world. So the reason this argument doesn't work on paper is because he's saying, uh, "But surely it has to exist because we can't conceive of it. Therefore, it exists." Like that's not logically a good argument. Right. Like why does it have to exist? Just because you say it certainly must. It's stupid. Why uh, I'm sorry is God is that in which nothing greater can be conceived sounds to me like like a pretty good description of what a god would be wouldn't you say yeah i think so i think uh see i think a lot of people hold jesus or the concept of jesus on a pedestal Mm. and it's like most christians they just want to like go up and be blessed by him and it's like well wouldn't you want to get in a conversation wouldn't you want to know (laughs) right no no i just want to be blessed (laughs) by him and it's like well we hold this stuff up on pedestals and, and dreams and 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 you know, celebrities and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, but don't you want to know? Don't you want to get behind the intellectualism of what maybe Jesus is talking about or the concept of God and, right. you know, love? And it's like, oh, no, no, we just, you know, we want to go to church, uh, you know, him to bless our new home. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, nobody's sick. 
uh, right. know, marathon for cancer. <laughs> and it's like, okay, but deeper, you know, deeper. But most people aren't going to go deeper than that. You know? Yeah, and I'm not sure why they don't. And I, I, I think everyone's capable. Yeah. I really do. I don't. I don't think it's. I just think people are maybe afraid. They don't want to go there because what? What it threatens something right. in your fear-based human brain, which yeah. we all have. We're all fear-based right. for the most That's the part. First thing, right? We're, yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. I mean, survival instinct. You know, comes before the the love and the pleasure. And well, stuff. Yeah. I'm absolutely. Most of my life has been driven by fear and the fear of failure, mm-hmm. the fear of poverty. Yeah. Uh, the fear of fucking being homeless and in a ditch dying, you know, all, all that stuff. And, uh, the older I get, the more I go back to an idea of God. And I, I really do take comfort in it now. And I, it is that I've been studying Buddhism a lot too, and eradicating the ego through meditation, which I try to practice every day. It was so hard to like sit down and fucking do that. right? Right. And I, I love the idea that I'm not the end of it all. Like my stupid monkey brain, isn't the end and hopefully there is some source or something beyond me that is kind of holding it all together with strings i don't know if that guy looks at me and and goes i'm gonna make sure christina gets a spot on ferguson right right, i'm gonna make sure christina's career is going i don't think it's all that no it's got to be the bigger picture it's got yeah it's it's uh you know We'll get her. We'll get her a good online series, right? Maybe, you know, maybe not first, but like an online series would be better for her, you know. Um, right. So yeah, I think it's 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 as much as you want to you know to turn over to them to yeah. whatever spirit world, and how much you want to accept accountability, and then at, at one at some point maybe those guardian angels or whatever are just like oh you know fuck it this 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 is a hopeless cause this person <laughs> wants to die or wants to you know smoke or be miserable or or, yes because there is free will and that's a huge debate also in philosophy of like if free will versus determinism if god is all-knowing and all-powerful then you know how why doesn't he just control everything we do how is it that we still can exist in a world of free will that whole debate is a dog shit philosophy debate it's a fucking it's i mean technically it's awful to read too uh there is no real the answer, they, they say that God gives us free will, so he lets us kind of do what we want. And right. then, you know, whatever. I mean, how many relatives in the Midwest or the East Coast do we have that yeah, they smoke and they eat Dunkin' Donuts, and then, and then it's like, oh, but pray, I'm going in for a surgery, so be sure to pray. <laughs> well, be sure to eat a vegetable, you know? Like, <laughs> Take responsibility. You know, this, this, this just praying blindly for yeah. your 400-pound frame that's like... <laughs> going to be in a fucking wheelchair like right how about take care of yourself you know right and that is the danger of uh of subscribing to just the the benevolent god who's gonna you know rescue me from everything as yeah. opposed to going oh wait a minute maybe i actively have to, god helps those who help themselves right that's the big saying and like yeah maybe i should fucking do a sit-up or not yeah eat. i think whatever it is you have to meet it halfway god or, yeah. or heaven or life or whatever yeah halfway sounds about right yeah. You know, and I was also watching this documentary about Bikini Kill before you came here, right. and Kathleen Hanna and Riot Girl, and I was watching like videos of her performing in this punk band, and it was so cool because it it just carries you away to see a movement, like to see a performer have a message, mm-hmm. whether or not you like Kathleen Hanna, you agree with her feminism, whatever. Just to watch a performer and that person has such a light in them, and right. you're like, "Wow, that's it, then that's the spirit of christ that that's the God 
that's something otherworldly right. channeled through, I believe, that yeah. person. And you want to belong to that movement. Like I watched it and I was like, oh, I want to be there. Like right. I, because I think as a human, you need something bigger than yourself. Yes. yes. Yeah. The we, need for that. Yeah. It's so strong in, in community, communion, like you, you must belong to a bigger thing. Otherwise it's just, your existence is unbearable. Right. And that's why you, you have whatever, uh, you know, uh, Scientology or, 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 or Jehovah's Witness or, or Zionism or whatever. It's like this elitist thing where it's beyond religion. Yeah. You know. But yeah, you're right. It's, it's that's a different to... that's a different level. That yeah. Scientology shit though. Oh, yeah, it's that's they get into your head, man. That's beyond guilt. Like the the Catholic Church employs guilt, but that's like therapy and like tithing mm-hmm. and we're gonna fucking watch everything you do and the birth of your kids, all, all that stuff, man. That's yeah. that's I don't even know about it really. Yeah. I I try to read a book on that one, my brain just fell apart. Yeah, and there's all kinds of uh, Mason, you know, who knows what yeah. the Masons were into. Do you think that's real? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It seems The Illuminati, be, is that you, what that yeah, is? Yeah, I mean, it seems like, you know, it, if I could make an educated guess, it would be that maybe 300 different families throughout the world are in control of so much. Not oh, for sure. But so much. And, uh, you know, they meet and they keep each other in line a little bit. You know, it's just like, uh, it's just like jail. Nobody knows where the other person's coming from. So it's like, you just kind of, you know, keep a low pro. I wonder, I I don't, I mean, you look at something like the Middle East and there's like these rich Saudis that just own like all the oil or whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck it is. And you're like, how did that motherfucker have so much money? And even in America, yeah, there's a handful of these cocksuckers that just rule everything. Yeah. Oh, it's so scary, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And I don't think they're going to hell. I don't I don't think there is a punishing afterlife. You know what I've really uh, subscribed to is that Buddhist thing. I, I honestly, I don't know how the majority of the world can believe in something like this and it doesn't, and it can't be. I mean, how many more Buddhists are there than Christians, would you say? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea what the breakdown would Just be. Just fucking billions of these people yeah. believe in uh, reincarnation and the soul. And actually, Aristotle, pre-Christian Aristotle, Greek philosopher, he was, as far as I know, the first guy to discuss the soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, the anima is what they... The anima. It sounds like anima. It's not. Yeah. Anima is the soul. And Aristotle didn't believe in a Christian soul, but he believed that it is energy spirit and everything had it plants mm-hmm. uh the dog you sure. me gradations of it yeah and when you die your anima kind of gets transferred into the earth into another form the ener- yeah the energy transfers and that to me is really intuitive and i really like that idea i don't think you turn into a ghost that watches over your family i don't right. know about all that right why why yeah that'd be too like you come that far only to have to spend time with the people God. you just left. Like, <laughs> right. I'm the spirit now. Why Why do I have to dwell in the same living room yeah. watching over this family? Right, I got to fucking do this again? We just did like, this for 70 God, years. Yeah, do so you funny. assholes? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's... it's. Uh, what do you think happens when you die? I'm not sure. I, I don't know about that hell stuff because I don't think there's eternal hell. I think you could suffer for a little while and learn your lesson. Right, but, but an eternal hell, and it's like, yeah, I killed that one person, and now I'm here. Like I oh. had thirty years, I did a big, you know, I fucked right. up once, 
it's a big fuck up, but why am I for eternity now? Oh, you're you know, right. On fire or, or, or <laughs> shoveling coal or pushing a rock up. Like, right. It's just, it's so insane. It's, it's right. You know, even uh, death row inmates get a release, right? They yeah. get killed. You get out of your bad deed, yeah. even yeah. in death. Even but in there's death. no dying in the afterlife. You're, yeah. you're you don't get punished. To die, <laughs> which is so fucked. Oh my god, it's so evil. And on and I and then do you get used to it? Like if you're suff- if you're on <laughs> fire for eternity, at some point, aren't you? Or does it increasingly get worse? Does your tolerance go up? It's a really good question. We got to ask you the know? Catholics. We got to ask your priest. Right, and they're not going to have answers. For no, that. and just, that's that's the fuck part. There's no yeah, answers to no. this shit. And that's the thing too. Is you go the part of the reason I stopped church was it's like these guys are Jesus Christ cover bands. They're doing the same, right. same thing for two thousand. <laughs> years right you go see a great speaker a great comedian and you know there's they're introducing thoughts to you yeah Yeah, and it's like this is crazy this is great yeah i think because it is it it is the same canon right like they're working off the bible and it's the same basic tenets but as humans you need to be reminded of right thinking because Mm -hmm. the world will have you think its way and the way the world is working ain't the fucking way man like yeah the world operates on a pretty base shit dick level. Yeah. And if you're operating on that level, you're doomed. Right. And that's kind of why I do go to God now more. And I'm like, I, I can't I can't operate on this level, guys. I can't give a shit about Miley Cyrus, really. I can't right. give a shit about just making a living. Me, 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 my, right. my existence. I, it's so hollow and it sucks. It's right. not the it's right way to be. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm exhausting. Yeah. My fucking brain is exhausting. It has to be right from just being bigger. like this self, this pleasure seeking organism or whatever. It's yeah, like, oh, this is brutal. Isn't there anything deeper? Yeah, you know, there's like, got to be right. You know, when you're a kid, you love your cousins and family, and you look forward to these things and, and stuff. And then you get older, and it's like you're worried about that bank account. You know, that's all I care about. It's money. Unbelievable. So are we going to get that new car? Are we going to yeah. get the house? Are we going to? Are we going to pay the mortgage? And you're like, all right, I guess that's all there is. Is that yeah. all there is? Because yeah. that's fucking lame. I can't yeah. do that. I'm not down with that. Yeah, it's 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 ugly. Yeah, I think I do need God. I need it, and I didn't need it in my 20s when I first studied this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I was so upset when I was really into like I, I read all these proofs and I was like, "There's got to be a God. I have to. Go, I have to." Because I felt like if I could prove it to myself logically, then it would have to exist, and you're free. Like you're you're kind of off the hook of that question, the God question, the spouse question, the work question, right? But um, the older I get, the less I know for sure. I I just know that I, it can't end with me because I'm not that fucking amazing, right? And, <laughs> right, uh, right, right. There's got to be. Oh fuck! There's got to be something out there. Yeah, right. I mean, you, yeah. Sorry, what were you gonna no, say? No, no, nothing. Did you know that Carl Sagan, uh, on his deathbed, he was a huge atheist. Uh, was Carl Sagan a physicist, I guess? Carl Sagan, Scientist. yeah, a, a writer, f- f- you know. Yeah. Physicist. You watch all his dumb documentaries as a kid. You'd be yeah. like, the infinite. Remember his right. goofy voice? Right. The expanding universe. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think that was Carl Sagan. Anyway, uh, apparently on his deathbed, I think that he renounced being an atheist, I want to say. Did he really? Yeah, I think that even he was like, I don't know. He doesn't want know it to everything. end. Yeah. Uh, there's a great, if you if you want to read more about fantastic uh, agnostics, agnosticism is when people don't confirm or deny the existence of God. I don't know. What are you considering? Are you a theist, I, I think, an atheist, I think, agnostic? I think agnostic is very accurate. I think that's yeah. what maybe most people are at, at, at heart at, yeah. in the world. 
Buddhist across the across the board. I just I think yeah. that people aren't going to deny it, but they're also not going to try to convert or try to persuade. Yeah, you know, because we don't have any evidence. Um, but I, I will say that as I get further in this in the career, in the intrinsic mm. value of my career, mm. or whatever. You start to look at those things you were talking about, like, well, what's oh, boy. what's the legacy here, and, and what's the end game, and like oh, all boy. this money, it's just it's just another layer of insanity. <laughs> so you start looking at maybe more humane causes, you know, yeah, and like you know something uh, more profound. Yeah, like I one of the if best you're a fucking human being. If with you're, a brain, <laughs> you know, not like the, I mean, there's so many pieces of shit out there that don't carry their way. But right, like uh, one of the best jobs I ever had was working part time at the Girl Scouts of Greater Los Angeles, and it sounds like it should be the dumbest job. And I had the most. It, it felt so rewarding to work at a nonprofit and like help little girls become fucking Girl Scouts. Right. It was awesome, you know. And I, yeah, it, it, there is something to that. But anyways, so the as far as these logical proofs go, there is no logical proof. Uh, yeah. If you're looking, and you said the word evidence, which is exactly it, is is there evidence of a God? And some people say yes because of the existence of miracles. That's actually another great... Uh, there's a couple of girls in like Eastern Europe that saw the Virgin Mary and Magigoria or some sure, shit. There's sure. Shroud of Turin. There's miracles, by definition, are... Um, are things that I think the word is disrupt natural law. They defy natural law. Uh, so like, you know, I don't know, miracle would be the tornado suddenly turns itself upside down right. or whatever the fuck it is. So people believe in miracles and they say that demonstrates the existence of God. I haven't seen a miracle personally. Mm-hmm. Have you? Uh, no, no. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if we saw a miracle, maybe that's evidence, but there really is no evidence for the existence of God, unless you feel it in your heart. I think that's the, the evidence. Like your mother knows that she feels it, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Some people are so brainwashed. They don't see anything any other way, but yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe people, I don't know. Yeah. I think, and I, I think, uh, there is no rational proof and it's a leap of faith, right? Period. You just got to take the leap of faith and go, yes, no, maybe so. Right. Who knows? And that's, that's all we have. I mean, all that education, yeah, I'll forget it. Is, it. Yeah, is out the door, out the window. If I don't know. Yeah. You know what that is? No. That's what, deep, bro. That's deep. Bro. Yeah. There you <laughs> go, right there. I mean, but I think what it is is you have to go off your own experiences, and and you can read and do all this stuff. But then don't just take all these philosophers' word for it. You no. have to go and push your own mind and limits and experiences. And stuff. No, and you know what I was oh, what I wanted to mention is reading, going back and rereading these white European dead guys yeah. that I grew up on. Essentially, you start to go, oh, well, wait a minute. Thomas Aquinas was a clergy. Like yeah. he was kind of a privileged man. A lot of these guys are, yeah, yeah. yeah. And even Bertrand Russell, who, if you want to read a fantastic. Uh, atheist philosopher Bertrand Russell was uh, in the analytic tradition Um, he wrote this fucking amazing book called Why I Am Not a Christian and it is so funny the way he writes he's such a snarky old British guy Why I Am Not a Christian uh, Bertrand Russell is his name I'll put it on the site for you guys it's so fucking great anyway Bertrand Russell was a goddamn aristocrat born of nobility he's the you know centuries back and you go well what does this guy know about life what what does bertrand russell know about being poor i grew up uh immigrant you know shitty apartment i'm not saying i was on food stamps but i certainly didn't grow up a a noble person right 
I know about life. I've been to Des Moines, Iowa. Right. You've been to Toledo. Right. Yeah, yeah. We've done the funny bones. Right. You've Come seen, on, man. You've seen it, man. Yeah. You, yeah most you write of these the book, writers you know? are. I mean, if you if you look at a lot of that literature from seventeen eighteen hundreds, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, these guys are all you know mostly men that had time to travel and write. And only now in the 21st century is it like, oh, this, you know, 17-year-old girl from, you know, New Jersey wrote this brilliant piece. Right. You know, because the internet, we have access to this. And it's like, it's not, you know, just a man's privileged white. I mean, it's still yeah. still so much. But, yeah. but now things get through there. And like a lot of film, I think a lot of movies were made by film students. And film students came from, uh, you know, they were the children of doctors and lawyers. And it was like... Right. They don't have any experience. And, oh, and, kills me. Yeah. Fucking kills so me. It's, it's, you know. <clears throat> I absolutely... Uh, Wes Anderson, I haven't seen his latest. Have you seen I've that? I've heard great things. My mom, yeah. my mom didn't enjoy it, but I don't know why she would have gone and seen it. But one of my buddies who's a good source loved it. Yeah, because Wes Anderson studied philosophy, which is why I was initially really, really, really drawn to him. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely loved Rushmore. Oh, it's phenomenal. Perfect. Oh, I Royal know. Perfect oh, movies. God. Perfect movies. And then I think Owen Wilson was writing with him, and then I think they parted ways really? as co-writers. And you, you see that Wes has the wonderful intellect, and uh, Owen has that wonderful, goofy sense of humor. Sure. And you can see it lacking, so you, you got to temper out yeah. the smarts with some kind of fucking joy in there, because yeah. it's dark, yeah. Oh, yeah. These guys, these white men... There's other stuff. There's philosophy now. I don't really know like who's current, 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 but there's some good shit out there. Postmodernism is mostly where it's at right now. But for the fucking 1200 or whenever Thomas yeah. Aquinas was doing it, uh, it's not a bad. He started. In, he was born in 1225. Sorry, I had it wrong earlier. Okay. And the guy had a good run. Yeah. He did he, a good job. That's a hell of a ride. And when England came in. To play in what eight, 1190, I think the yes. Battle of Hastings. Who knows? There you go. Look at you. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. What did so, you study? Uh, international relations. There you go. Like, what do yeah. you learn in that? What is that? Um, I'm not sure. You know, <laughs> it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of present day uh, why situations. So it's a little bit of history, but more present day politics. I like that because I I'm so ignorant of of like oh why why did this why do we have this thing with whatever country. Yeah. What was it? The, uh, what's that fucking island that Russia's fucking with right oh, now? Oh, Crimea? In, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, why is that going down? Oh, that's What's the history behind yeah. that? That's, Where, why? That's all. That's fascinating. Israel-Palestine is, yeah. is amazing. I've just been reading nonstop on that over the last couple of years. You know, uh, yeah, I love that shit. Yeah. Well, because also humans have such a short memory. Mm-hmm. Like, you... <laughs> Uh, people people do forget, which is why uh, you know never forget is such a big thing in the military, right? Because nine eleven, remember it forever. Well, no, we don't. Yeah, no. humans do forget. Right. Well, it's I mean, it's <laughs> it's like learning a second language in America. We we study French or Spanish, but no, no kids really get into it because no. it's not survive. It's not dependent. Our spiral is not dependent upon it, and that's true. Like it's not. You know, our lives don't depend on us every day looking at a big banner going, oh, 9-11, wow. <laughs> you know, I mean, in, in the bigger scope, it was just over, what, 2,000 people that we lost. Right. When really so many other countries are losing a lot more, you know. 
I mean, compared to what we've done in the, in the wars in the Middle East, it's like... Uh, yeah, and, and a lot of other countries have their countries bombed out regularly. Yeah, this was... Yeah. And not to fucking diminish what happened on 9-11, yeah. believe me. I think we're all horrified right. as Americans watching that. Uh, that is something that you... Oh, will, Jesus, I will always so be traumatic. horrified. Yeah. yeah, worst day ever. Uh, but yeah, that was... Besides Pearl Harbor, like, mm-hmm. I think in, in our history... On our soil, yeah. It's, that it's we as know... Bad a day as, yeah. But my parents grew up in Hungary where their shit was bombed. Oh, yeah, the Russian, and... the Soviets marched into Hungary <laughs> yeah. what, in 1950 <clears throat> or something. Yeah, the communists, yes, the yeah. Russians before that, the Germans yeah. fucked with them. Like, sure. it's just over and over. Uh, uh, so, yeah, well, point of story is we do have short memories. People do forget, which is why you get, you have to be reminded, which is why the church can be a good thing. If you go in on Sunday, you get reminded of something outside of yourself. God, something, whatever, Yahweh, Muhammad, yeah. whatever you call him. It's interesting. Well, I wonder what the East has to prove that God exists. Like the Muslims, I never even learned that yeah. shit. Yeah, I mean, it's relatively new. It's like 700. I mean, uh, Muhammad was, you know, 700 AD. So oh, this is right. relatively recent. Yeah, he like existed in like yeah. <laughs> the time yeah. we did. So it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Wow. Well, anyways, well, thanks for coming, Pat Keen. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Um, I, I wonder if... Uh, you taught anybody anything? I don't know. I'm more confused than I ever was now about God and all that. Yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> well, I think it's very in our nature, especially as Westerners, to have an exact picture. Like, so we have what Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father, uh, and then which way do they face? Like, and who sits at the left hand? <laughs> right. Like, are they facing east or what? Like, right. It's just such a throne you know, fixed thing in our brains, like and, and bearded mustache. Right. And who's the Holy Spirit and what does that have to do with the tri- the Trinity and how does that, and then Mary and the what, and then, yeah. huh? The the story never, and I, and I don't understand why Jesus was crucified. That one, I, I fucking, I understand he dies for our sins, mm-hmm. but how, why, why the suffering Christ? I, I don't understand why we have to kill the son of God to be forgiven for ours. How does that translate to me? I don't understand. Oh, we got to go. You got to go to the airport. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Good job, Pat Keen. Thank you. That was deep, bro. Now what? I don't know. Philosophize with Philosophize with It's Christina P, a.k.a. Miss Jeans. This ain't your mom's house. It's a different theme. Gotta be critically thinking. Like you caught up at a cocktail party. Our thoughts start to sink in. John Locke. Or was it Socrates? Aristotle or Plato, maybe Hippocrates. Got us talking all properly, topically. Just a comedian discussing these philosophies. Serious questions, silly people. What's that? That's deep, bro. It is the ultimate metaphor for life. And you know what that is? What? That's deep, bro. That's deep, bro.